in a world where Mondays are taken over by a machine. Welcome to Machine Mondays. Hello, 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 Machiniacs and Shimodan fans, and welcome to another episode of Machine Mondays. I'm Janine the Machine, and first off, as usual, I gotta give a huge thank you to David B for creating this awesome track for me, the official machine theme. Thank you so much, David B. And if you want to check him out, you can find him at David B Music21 on Twitter. Also gotta give a huge thank you to Kevin the Smasher Smets for that awesome voice intro. I love it so much, and of course, we love you so much, Kev. Kevin recently shared that he had his cancer scans and everything looks clear and wonderful. So, so excited for him. So happy he's doing well and sending him so much love. If you want to send him some love or some positive vibes, uh, please check him out on Twitter at Kev Smets. But let's get into today's episode. We have a ton to discuss. Some great matches, including a team's title match. Uh, we have the fun final girls match finally airing that I can finally talk to you guys about. And uh, another just little check-in. How am I feeling before I face Mike Kalinowski for the third time? Uh, so we will get into all of it. So let's just jump right in. Uh, first up, we have a tough one. Um, you know, my faction mate Alex Damon versus Nikki DeMolanta in the Star Wars tournament. This one was going to determine who went into the finals um, against Gold Leader. Just a, a really tough match for the stars, a really tough match for Alex. Uh, so let's just jump right into it. It was seven to eight, Nikki leading after the first round. Alex, he goes first. He lands on Phantom Menace, decides to spin again. He gets Spinner's Choice. And, you know, he just kind of expressed that Spinner's Choice is not really anything great in Star Wars. Like, it's hard to decide because everything is so deep at at this point that it's not like you can say, I'm good at A New Hope because the questions are so deep. You know, you're going to get things that you probably don't know. So... Um, Spinner's Choice is not really a huge gift when it comes to Star Wars because everything is kind of the same in terms of like difficulty level, I think is kind of what he was trying to say. Uh, So he decided to go with A New Hope as that's kind of something he's the most familiar with or that he grew up with the most, he said. Uh, He missed the first question on multiple choice and Nikki did pick up that one point steal. He got the second question correct, the third correct on multiple choice, the fourth correct, and then missed the final question. But Nikki did not pick up the two point steal there. Nikki goes, she spins the Force Awakens, but she mentions that she's gotten that pretty much every match in round two. So she decides to spin away and she also gets spinner's choice. Um, She has a similar dilemma of what to choose. So she decides to go with Rogue One and she sweeps going completely perfect. So it is now 19 to 12, Nikki leading going into that final round. Alex trying to gain back some ground. He gets his two and who said it correct. He misses his three in Heroes. Um, and gets his five in a new hope. Correct. So kind of getting some redemption there with a new hope. Um, so all Nikki it's tied at this point, 19 to 19. So all Nikki has to do is get her two for the win. She gets her two in Jedi order and wins. 
she will be going on to face gold leader in the finals of the Star Wars tournament. So congrats to her. You know, I always love seeing a lady do awesome in the game, Uh, but just a tough loss to the stars. And now I'm kind of in this (laughs) by myself, kind of holding down any matches for the stars for the rest of the season, if I can do it. Um, so, you know, all the hopes of the stars are kind of hanging on me now. I was like, okay, me and Alex, there's two of us, we can get this done. And now it's just me. Um, and just really a hard loss for Alex. You know, he kind of sunk into his own thing and decided to kind of work on his own. You know, we put out there to kind of like, Hey, you know, we're not the best at star Wars or star, but you know, we can help you study. We can try to set up a study session. You know, I wrote questions for him. We can try to do a study group with you and just kind of run questions with you. But, you know, I don't think that was really kind of his format of studying. Like he's not used to that. He's kind of studied on his own or probably with Molly for kind of so long in a kind of internal kind of thing that a group study session for Star Wars was just not something he really understood or, you know, could wrap his head around. So um, I don't know if that would have made a difference, him kind of joining study sessions with us and things like that, because I feel like it helped him with inner geekdom when we would do that. But I think Star Wars, he was just kind of always just focused in on himself um, in terms of studying for Star Wars, because he kind of knew that maybe most of us weren't on his level when it came to that. Uh, So, yeah, I I don't know if kind of working with us more would have made a difference for him. Um, but I, we appreciate and respected kind of his process in what he needed to do in, in terms of studying and getting ready. Um, so I'm really bummed that, you know, he's not getting the belt back this season. Uh, I know that was really tough for him, but he's an amazing competitor. He's an amazing person. I'm glad I got to be in a faction with him and, and get to know him and uh, he's great. So I really want to see him kind of have that, uh, road back to the belt. He definitely deserves that. Yeah, because he's amazing. So really bummed to see him out of the tournament and to see that I'm kind of in this on my own now. Uh, But Roxy's right. He is the heart of the stars and uh, really bummed to see him take the L on this one. But congrats to Nikki. Uh, She's amazing. And I I would love to see her go on to do some great things, you know, including playing her husband. That would be a really fun match. So uh, yeah, tough loss for the stars. And here I go again on my own. <laughs> um, yes. So then we also have a uh, team's match King Arthur versus Deception. Uh, and wow, this was a great match. So Griffey Nooms going by Arthur Nooms. So he, I guess, you know, cause it's King Khan. So he needs to be the Arthur in that scenario, I guess. So he's calling himself Arthur Nooms the whole match. Um, so Arthur, <laughs> um, he is the only one to go perfect and gets the bonus. So it is 16 to 12, uh, King Arthur leading going into that second round. King Arthur spins away from Jimmy Stewart as they know that it is Marisol's specialty. And they uh, end up with Guillermo del Toro and they sweep, they go perfect. They do have to check to multiple choice on that fifth question, but they do get it correct. Uh, Deception, they spin away from martial arts uh, and land on Angela Bassett going completely perfect. So it is 24 to six uh, King Arthur still leading going into that final round. Adam, he gets his two in martial arts. Correct. Uh, King Khan, he gets his two in modern classics. Correct. Now it's Marisol's turn for the three in Tarantino, which she does get correct. Uh, Griffey gets his three in 90s correct. And uh, 
Deception, they have their five in remakes and reboots, and they pull out a correct answer for that. Uh, so all King Arthur has to do is get their five in action adventure, and they do. They get it correct for the win, 36 to 34. So definitely this rookie team kind of coming in and taking out, you know, two former champions, the current one former champion, one current champion uh, in Deception. And, you know, I, I mean, I can't I can't say that it doesn't feel kind of good to see Deception lose, see Corruption lose. Deception is a team who has beaten my faction twice now. They beat me and Jacoby as Blackjack, which was still one of my favorite matches of the season. Me and Jacoby just scrapping to to just to avoid the TKO, like the work we had to do <laughs> against this team. Um, but I'm glad we like just fought against them, but they were able to get the win. And then the win against Chaos Theory as well. Just like we could not escape deception. So I can't say it doesn't feel a little nice to see them be taken down a pick or two. And Corruption, you know, they are my mortal enemies, as uh, you will see <laughs> when me and Mike face off. So, yeah, it's always kind of a sweet spot to see uh, Corruption uh, get taken down a little bit. So, congrats to King Arthur. You know, it's the Finstock Exchange. Like, I'm sure everybody's groaning to see them do as good as they're doing. But, you know, they had a smart draft. They picked really smart and didn't kind of do the popular thing. So I appreciate the strategy and the dossier, as the Barbarian says, insane insane uh to see this rookie team kind of taking out these uh champions so uh pretty crazy so then we have uh paul Wayama versus the barbarian paul ends up going perfect but he does not get that bonus so it is eight to seven going into the second round uh barbarian he spins away from monster movies he gets opponent's choice and uh paul decides instead of giving him monster movies paul decides to give him white adaptations and he sweeps he goes completely perfect so a uh, risky gamble that did not quite pay off um paul he gets comedy spins away and he ends up landing on monster movies and has a really rocky time uh he gets the first question correct he misses the second on multiple choice and uh, craig does get the steal but then there is a challenge when uh, Mark was reading the options, Hank Azaria was an option, but he said like C Zank Azaria. So the way he said it, he didn't say Hank. He said like Zank or Sank uh, Azaria. So when Paul heard the choices, he didn't hear Hank Azaria because of how Mark said it. So he challenged because it wasn't clear how he said it when he read the options and they did play it back. I played it back and sure enough, yeah, it did sound weird. He didn't say it clear. So um, they did not end up giving the Barbarian that point, and they gave Paul a new question with multiple choice options, which he did uh, end up getting correct. So the challenge and all of that did pay off uh, for Paul. He got his three in, uh, oh, he missed his three uh, on multiple choice, but Craig did not pick up the steal there. And then he got the fourth question correct. So 13 to 15 Barbarian leading by two going into that final round. Uh, Paul gets his two in comedies correct, bouncing it to Barbarian, getting his two in 90s correct. Paul getting his three in 1970s correct. Barbarian getting his three in Leonardo DiCaprio correct. So it was all on Paul to get his five in thrillers. And Paul misses. So Barbarian ends up getting that win 18 to 20 going forward in the tournament. 
So, wow. I, I did not expect that Paul kind of, you know, former singles champion, great competitor. And, and he never seems really shaken. He seems like he has a huge knowledge that, you know, you don't really expect, uh, particularly with classics, which is not a strength of a lot of people and things like that. So really crazy to see him lose here. Uh, but Barbarian is really on a tear. So uh, definitely people to keep my eye on if I can do what I need to do in the rest of this tournament. Um, for sure. And then we have our team's title match, uh, Shazam versus Lightning Time filmed in a pretty cool skybound studio space it looks like so i don't know if that's going to be kind of the new thing but it looked like a pretty cool setup and it was great to kind of see that live setting um outside of the cantina um that's more kind of it felt like kind of the old kind of collider setup so um really cool to see uh, a new uh setting for a live match uh so it is 13 to 11 uh, Shazam leading, uh, going into the second round. Lightning time goes first. They get directors. They choose to stick with it and they do pretty well. They, uh, get the first, second, third, fourth question. Correct. They do miss the fifth question on multiple choice and Shazam just pick up that one point steal and they get the sixth question. Correct. Shazam gets Hitchcock and they get the first five correct and they miss the final question, uh, giving lightning time a huge two point steal there. Um, so it is 24 to 23 Shazam still leading by one going into the betting round. Uh, mixed bag is spun for the betting round. Shazam, they get it correct. They wagered three, um, lightning time missed it, but also wagered three. So now it's a huge deficit for them. 27 to 20 Shazam leading. Uh, and then we get to the speed round, which just had a crazy turn. Brennan gets the first question correct. Ethan buzzes in, misses the second question, so they lose a point there. Uh, Bibiani, he gets the third question correct. He gets the fourth question correct. And then Ethan just outright answers on the final question because it was kind of like either you uh, get this correct to stay in it or you miss it and it's a knockout. And Ethan answered, he missed it, and they knocked them out 30 to 18. Uh, wow, just crazy, because Lightning Time's a great team. Ethan, former champion, Liz has been on fire. So, wow, Shazam is just a testament, and I've played them firsthand, so I know how good they are. Um, but wow, a knockout, not even making it to the final round. Crazy, crazy teams match. So yeah, I think Shazam is definitely, uh, in a good spot. They have a great record too. I believe they have 11 wins now, which is the most of any team. I think, I think that's what was said in the promo. Um, but very cool, really happy for them. Um, they're an amazing team. And so I, I really would love to see them kind of hang on to the belt. So we'll see how that goes. So yeah, guys, that's it for the match talk. Um, but I did participate in a really fun final girls match. It was part of, uh, Friday's skybound Halloween expo. They had some panels and then they ended the expo with a final girls trivia match uh, against me, uh, versus video drew. And, uh, she was dressed like midsummer with the, you know, flower crown and the May queen kind of vibes. Uh, and I was Lori Strode. So definitely a really fun event live at the scum and villainy cantina. Um, and yeah, I think on the day, like right before I was told that Iron Man matches end with a 
speed round, like with buzzers. And I have never done anything with buzzers before. So uh, it was pretty intimidating. But yeah, definitely had some blunders. I was kicking myself for that scream quote because once I they said scream, I was like, oh my gosh, that's right. It's after her and Billy hook up and Billy is talking about, you know, relating everything to a movie. And then she's like, no, it's not a movie. Um, or I think it's before they hook up, actually, um, where she says that where it's not a movie. Uh, and so, yeah, I was kicking myself because, uh I love Scream. So once I heard it was Scream, I was like, you're right. How did I not know that? Um, and then my blunder with the uh, Curse of Michael Myers, I think I was just trying to be extra and I wrote the subtitle. I should have just left it alone at Halloween 4, but I was really sure that that was it. Um, but yeah, I was, I had a lot of fun with that match. I'm kind of wishing I would have taken my mask off because <laughs> I feel like I was a very like mumbly and it was hard to understand what I was saying. Um, but I just, I don't know. I had it on. I felt more comfortable with it on. So, um, I left it on, but in kind of going back, I was like, ah, it's kind of hard to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, but I had really fun time dressing up as Lori. I hope people got that. That's who I was. Cause Lori's is not a huge kind of distinctive costume like Drew's was. Um, but I, I, you know, I feel like it's a pretty iconic to me, the blue shirt with the ripped shoulder and I had some blood and like, I just had those bell bottoms. I really just wanted to wear those bell bottom pants. Really. That's the only reason I picked Laurie Strode because I love those jeans so much. Um, but yeah, uh, I had a lot of fun and just kind of going into that final speed round, uh, with the buzzers. Like she was getting it in on me. She was doing great with those buzzers. I was so impressed. And then I just kind of came back at the end. It was crazy. Um, just to get the win right there at the end, it was kind of a good back and forth. And then Drew kind of was gaining ground on me, uh, through a lot of that. And then to get to that speed round, which I was so intimidated for, but, um, it made me feel good that like, if I ever kind of get into that situation on a title match, cause I've never played a live title match. I've never played a singles title match. I'll, I, I'll feel more kind of confident with that format. Um, I kind of knew when to not push it when I wasn't sure or jump the gun and try to listen to the question. Um, so I think that was a good start practice for, you know, if I am in that position to play a speed round like that. Um, but yeah, just, just a really fun match. I hope people who watched it, uh, had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, I've done some really fun exhibitions this year. Um, I am currently the Black Cinema Champion because I did those exhibition matches. The first one I lost and then I kind of came back uh, and, and did the second one and had a really good time. Uh, and now this one, uh, I love slashers. I think that's my favorite kind of form of horror movie. So yeah, really had a lot of fun with that. And props to Abby who wrote the match, Abby Friel. Um, she wrote that match. So she came up with some really great questions. So really proud of my girl for, for, you know, taking on the task of writing a whole match. I think people really liked the questions, you know, they were really varying levels of things. So I think she did a really good job. And, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun because, you know, that's kind of the, the, the genre of horror that I, I know the best that I enjoy the most. Um, and it was fun to just dress up and get into those Halloween vibes. So I hope everyone who watched it had a really good time with it. Cause I had a blast. Um, so yeah, uh, Lori Strode, fun cosplay, all of that. So yeah, I hope you guys had fun with it. And just another check how am I feeling? going into facing Mike. Um, I'm still feeling pretty good. I feel pretty prepared. You know, I, 
I've had plenty of time to study him and kind of know what he potentially is going to do or what he's even going to say. So I'm anticipating his nonsense and I'm not, I'm just going to have a good time. I'm literally having a blast. Uh, you know, we got, if you hadn't, didn't see, we kind of got into it on Twitter, um, a couple days ago, uh, just kind of going back and forth. And then Shannon jumped in and they were both coming for me. And I was just kind of laughing about it. Cause I was just like, I miss this. I miss, uh, this banter with you. I miss having these Twitter thread fights with you. Like I was just having a blast. I'm like, Oh yay, Shannon's in on this too. Like back in the day when me and Mike used to do this, Shannon wasn't in on it. And now she is. This is so fun. It's like a tag team. I love it. So, you know, I'm not even letting anything with them kind of face me. I'm just trying to have fun with it and, and go with the flow with it. Cause you know, somebody who purposely tries to drive you crazy, you do not want to give them that satisfaction. So definitely not giving him that satisfaction. I'm just about to have fun with this match. Whatever happens happens. Uh, if this is the end of my season, then you know what? I I had an amazing season. I had the best season of my career and I was really proud of everything I was able to do. Um, so, you know, if, if that happens, then it happens, but I'm going to do everything in my power to not lose to Mike a third time and get that redemption for myself. Cause I need that for me. Um, on top of just kind of really taking it seriously that I'm kind of the last kind of hope for the stars to even continue on. Like at this point, we're not chasing first place. None of those things. We're literally just working our best and working really hard to get to a belt. That's kind of the goal now. So yeah, that's what I'm working towards. That's kind of the mindset I'm having, you know, just tuning out Mike's nonsense and just playing the game and remembering to have fun. And I think I'll be okay. (laughs) So I'm feeling ready. I'm preparing, I'm studying, Um, and I'm not letting Mike's nonsense get into my head. I'm just going to have a fun time with this match for sure. So yeah, guys, I think that's it for another episode of Machine Mondays. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you know, I love doing this show and talking about Shmodown from my perspective. So I appreciate you guys listening. Um, but of course this isn't the only show you can find on the It's a Wonderful podcast feed. We have Morgan hasn't seen every Wednesday where I force Morgan to watch things that he hasn't seen. And we are starting a brand new series, but we love spooky season so much. We didn't want it to end. So now we are talking for decades of horror that Morgan hasn't seen. Uh, so we're starting with the seventies with magic, uh, the Richard Attenborough directed film, uh, starring, uh, Anthony, uh, Hopkins. So yes, uh, magic going to be a fun episode check that out uh, and then of course we have the main show it's a wonderful podcast every friday where we give love to those classic films check that out i switch off hosting duties every other week with our other great co-host nolan dean and morgan is the constant host over there um it is a morgan and nolan week so they will be talking something fun i am sure um but check us out at the it's a wonderful podcast feed every monday with machine mondays every wednesday with morgan hasn't seen and every friday with it's a wonderful podcast find it all places podcasts can be found uh we also have the it's a wonderful podcast youtube channel we are trying to add more things do more things over there um i just posted a fun video 
um, where I have this top 100 movies poster and I scratch a movie off the poster, watch it, and I make a fun themed cocktail. And then I do a fun review kind of just talking about the movie, what it means to me, what I got out of it, if it's new to me, if it's something I absolutely love. Uh, So I did a fun review of Ghostbusters. It was on that poster. Of course, it's one of the top 100 movies. I made a fun cocktail and sit and do a fun review and talk to you about how much Ghostbusters means to me and why. So uh, check that out. That's up on the It's a Wonderful Podcast YouTube channel now. And yesterday we actually did a really fun watch along of the reanimator. Uh, our patrons of the It's a Wonderful Podcast Patreon got to vote on what our Halloween watch along was going to be. So for Halloween, we had some pretty like obvious things on there like Hocus Pocus and, and Nightmare on Elm Street and our amazing patrons chose reanimator. So I'm like, okay, guys, I'm digging your vibe. Our patrons are amazing. Uh, so we did a fun watch along of the reanimator yesterday and that is up on the channel. So uh, check that out as well. And speaking of the amazing patrons, uh, if you want to support Morgan and I, please check out the It's a Wonderful Podcast Patreon. It's wonderful one on patreon.com. We have some really fun tiers over there. Like I said, uh, patrons can vote on different content. You can help me pick what I'm going to study next. You can uh, vote on uh, what we do on the shows. Um, and vote on what we watch for watch alongs as well. Uh, you get monthly artwork. I send out five by seven art prints every month uh, to amazing patrons. Uh, they got some really fun spooky season prints uh, these past months. So um, yeah, a great way to support us. Uh, we would appreciate that. So please check it out. Find the tier that's right for you. And uh, yeah, it's a wonderful one on patreon.com. Uh, find the show on Twitter at It's a Wonderful One. Find me on Twitter at Janine Devine underscore Janine Devine on Instagram. I do have a big cartel shop, g9design.bigcartel.com. If you want to get some art prints, I just opened up this little shop and I'm kind of doing my own little small business there. Um, I do have the Tee Public shop as well. Um, so that's the place you can go if you want some of my designs on other merch like shirts and bags and masks and things like that. Or, um, all our logos and merch for the shows, uh, is also on the Public shop at g9design.tpublic.com. So you can get it over there. Um, but if you just want art prints of some of my pieces, there's three different sizes available. That is all at my big cartel shop, g9design. Uh, dot bigcartel.com. It's new. So trying to just share that with you guys. If you want to check it out, that would be awesome. Uh, but I think that's going to do it guys. Uh, thank you again for listening to another episode of machine Mondays. I'm Janine the machine until next time guys. XO XO machine out. <laughs>